here with Melanie Lorenzana, and uh, we're going to discuss this fantastic magazine that she's been doing for our community. So, welcome. Thank you thank for having me. I'm so excited. So, I thought we'd tell everybody, how did we meet? Do you remember how we met? I do. Although I don't remember how long ago it was, but yeah. it's, been a while. it's been a while. Several years. Yes. For sure. We met at a meal prep party. Yes. Where we were stocking our freezer for those busy days. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. So fun. I remember Brooke said, bring some meat, bring some chicken, bring some beef. And I was like, what are we going to be doing today? Yeah. So then after you have those, you're like, yes. oh, blessing oh, ever. Blessing, blessing. Okay, so are you still doing that? I do not. Okay. I just don't have the time for it, but I do still use all the products mm-hmm. and emails for myself mm-hmm. um, because it's just so helpful. And I, you know, I love the products that are clean and organic. And do you agree with the product was in? Uh, Wild Tree. Wild Tree. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Now, what did you do before Wild Tree? Um, well, originally I was an account executive and assistant mm-hmm. vice president mm-hmm. for a large commercial insurance broker in Los Angeles. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So what made you decide to go from corporate America to being an entrepreneur? Uh, children. Children, yes. So, so you're a mompreneur, right? Yes. <laughs> when I, I had no intention on staying home or quitting, but then... After I had my first baby, they just changed you, mm-hmm. and I hardly saw her. I worked a yeah. lot of hours. I was always working. I was tied to back then the BlackBerry, oh, and um, I just wanted a change. Right. Um, so I stayed home for a few years and mm-hmm. had two more babies. So total of three, three. Mm-hmm. So I was pregnant for like five years, <laughs> and. Um, Wanted to do something where I could have my own business and mm-hmm. um, have flexibility to still be present at home. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started doing lottery. How old was your oldest when you decided to be corporate America? Seven months. Seven months. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. What was the drive back and forth from work before you quit? Well, I lived closer to oh, okay. office, um, but it was still... I lived in um, San Gabriel. Okay. So it was still a good 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, each way. Mm-hmm. And then um, a lot of, working a lot of hours. Yeah. Um, very high. It was a demanding job. Right. Sounds, it sounds like it. Mm-hmm. So now you just started this fantastic magazine. Actually, um, before you started the first one, which is neighbors of West Chino Hills. How did that come about? I remember us discussing it when you were yes. first brainstorming about it. Yes. So why don't you tell us how you came up with that idea? Well, my goal when uh, my youngest son, mm-hmm. Mason, went to first grade and was in school a full day mm-hmm. was to go back doing something more full-time than what I was doing with Wild Tree. But I still wanted to be my own boss and mm-hmm. have autonomy and flexibility because right. they were all in sports and mm-hmm. all of that. Um, so it, I really wanted to take the time to find the right thing. Um, my friend, one of my good friends, um, is a publisher in West Sacramento. Oh, wow. Okay. And she shared it with me. Is that the other person that's on the magazine with you? No. Okay. No, she's um, she has her own in that city, but oh. she shared the opportunity with me and mm-hmm. what she was doing. 
So I um, reached out to the company. It's it's my own business, but I'm backed by a company. Very nice. Um, and they immediately were, were on board with me doing it in this area. So tell me a little bit about this um, magazine and so it's neighbors from the West Channel, so it's only a portion of Channel Falls, correct? Okay, so what, tell us about this particular edition. What does it do? Well, what's your goal? So what we do is we take a community, like Chino Hills, and we micro-target a specific area of the community. Uh, we look at the areas that have the highest um, income, highest home values, and specifically owner-occupied homes. Mm -hmm. And then that's the area that we target with our publications, and we try to keep the home count under 5,000 uh, for a lot of reasons. Mm -hmm. And then the great thing about it is not only is that the area with really great customers, but we take that targeted area and we feature a family that lives mm -hmm. there on the cover every month, mm -hmm. and we have an article about them. So mm -hmm. what's really amazing is that people get the chance to get to know their neighbors, like we used to before social media, which yes. is what I loved. Yes. Um, we, we get to learn about the people that we live in the city with. Um, so that's that's why it targets a specific area. Chino mm -hmm. Hills is amazing, mm -hmm. and there's, there are many areas that are great yes. that I may expand to one day, but that's the kind of initial area that we started to target. How do you pick the families? They're just referrals. Okay. Um, so I know, obviously, I live here, yes. so I know people that live in the area, and then just people um, recommend families mm -hmm. to me, and I reach out to them, or they may reach out to me. Like, how do I... The yeah, part of this rockstar family on the cover. <laughs> I, I think it's really neat because it tells their story, and mm -hmm. sometimes as neighbors, we just get to know each other on the surface. Mm -hmm. We don't know how we got to today. We don't know each other's backstory. Right. So this is really neat because I think you even had a family up there who did adoption, correct? Yes. And so sharing that story really, I think, empowers other families who are going through the same situation. So I think that's. That's really neat. Mm -hmm. So then you went on this one I have to be a part of. So <laughs> sports. Yes. And both of our daughters play softball. Yes. Yes. So what made you decide to go not only from the neighborhood but now transition to sports? Um, well I heard the idea floating around with some um, with the company. Mm -hmm. But it was kind of you know, it wasn't really out there yet and I was like Yes. 
that now has your daughter been able to play softball? So how has COVID affected their sports? Well, my oldest, Kira, has not been in school since March. Oh, it's been really hard on her. I signed them up to do a running club, all three of them. So they are doing that, so they're still staying active and getting exercise. Is that through the community? Um, it's through a local team here, Chicago okay. Splash. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I signed her up to do volleyball with Ignite. Okay. There's an amazing um, club here as well. Um, but then they kind of shut down again. So mm-hmm. as soon as it opens back up, she loved it. I'm going to have her start there again. And I don't know when the pools are going to be back open. Yeah, I know with uh, our, so our two middle ones play water polo. The oldest one, she graduated already, so she's done. But the middle one, my son, plays water polo, and they've just been pushing it and pushing it. And thought they were supposed to have meetings to try and discuss if they can get back in the water. Yes. So I totally understand mm-hmm. how that's going. Mm-hmm. So what about um, your business? Okay, so how do you pick, in this particular case, the other one you picked a family. Mm-hmm. This one you picked a an athlete, right? So it's a lot of fun mm-hmm. um, because Chino Hills is such a sports community. Definitely, I mean, we are obsessed. Yes. So um, anybody wants to move to Chino Hills or wants to play sports, yes. it's definitely the city. You name the sport, you'll find mm-hmm. you'll find your tribe. You'll find your tribe. And a lot of talent comes out yes. of the city. Oh my gosh! Yes. 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 It's shocking. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Like Yes, yes, mm-hmm. a lot. <laughs> um, so it's the same as uh, I live here and I'm with, involved with a lot of different um, sports, so I already know a lot of people, mm-hmm. and then I, I get a lot of um, emails and requests to be on the cover of books yeah. with sports, and people want their kids to be featured. Sure. And um, we'll do adults too. I have an yes. adult that's going to be coming up later this year, um, a heavy and then we can also do teams, mm-hmm. which will be fun when we're back playing. Back playing again. Mm-hmm. Yes, that would be really nice to see that. But so, it's nice to feature these kids too, you know, yeah. and just kind of get to know them. And then they can use it for college and things right. like that. Um, is there an age limit on this going to be from, you know, because you have little ones who are doing gymnastics and soccer and, you know, so it doesn't matter if you just. Nope. That's so in May we have an eight-year-old swimmer. Wow. She was super cute, and um, we've had uh, a soccer player that mm-hmm. already is a junior and has a nice yeah. scholarship. This, he's going off to college. Yes, he is uh, going to be a senior. Yes, and so we do all all you know. Mm-hmm. Some that are playing for fun. Some that are you know just amazing getting scholarships mm-hmm. and everywhere in between. That is awesome. Now, how did, or if it did at all, being that this is a business that you're doing from home, I take it you're not doing it, do you go to an office to run this magazine, or how, how do you go about doing that? Um, I do work from home. Uh, normally, I do business meetings in person, mm-hmm. um, like I did with yes. you, and um, that was before COVID, mm-hmm. so um, I did convert to doing digital presentations where I can either do it over the phone and we can follow along mm-hmm. or we can do Zoom and that's working really well. If somebody really wants to meet in person right now, I still will and we can sit yes. outside or, you know, how to do this, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of the time right now, it's, it's Zoom and that. 
Or are you planning on bringing out another magazine? So I already have started a third project. Yeah. Oh, okay. And that will be, so my first two publications here in Channel Hills are the first ones in all of San Bernardino County. Wow. That so, is awesome. Yeah, so up in school will most likely be the third. Um, and then I would like to expand to some more areas in Chino Hills, but my hands are, uh, I'm a little full right now. I have to. Are both of these publications going to get exact same 5,000 homes? No. So, Neighbors goes to about 3,600 homes in that west area is the best way to describe it. Um, sports does also cover that area, but it also goes around um, all of Sewell Canyon and then down Butterfield to just below Pine. Mm-hmm. But it specifically goes to the homes for children ages 5 to 18. That's really good. Yes, that goes to about 2,600 homes and then Upland will go to about 3,500. That makes sense because it's about, it's about the children and their activities that are going on. So targeting those homes is mm-hmm. most definitely important. Yes. And, you know, we just need to see themselves in the cover. To, to take that leap because that's so awesome to showcase all of the awesome talent that we have out there. What is your goal? So aside from Upland, Judah, and expanded Chino Hills, what do you want to do with this? Um, well, I'm also a market manager, so okay. it's my job to also find um, more publishers okay. where we can expand um, and hire in various okay. cities because it's such a positive um, thing for the communities mm-hmm. and just they just love it. And so I would like to find some more publishers okay. where we can expand into some other cities. Okay, so if someone's watching right now mm-hmm. and they want to see this in their city, can they reach out to you? Yes, absolutely. Great. Um, so what we'll do is we'll add her link or her phone number so that way they can reach out to her and hopefully expand this. And I mean, this is so amazing. It's not just an article on this particular street. Let me show you community. There's there's uh, someone in here who owns a gym, correct? Mm-hmm. And there's and sports. Mm-hmm. The sports, and then there's the Chino Hill Sport. There's actually that age. Okay, so I have to also share the, the physical therapy place in here. The coach happens to be my daughter's coach for softball. Just kind of throwing a shout out. Nice as yeah. They are, they are. So you get a lot of information in both magazines and if you can use this to help your community and help the families in your community definitely reach out to her mm-hmm. so okay so i have a couple of other questions okay so transitioning from corporate america to being an entrepreneur do you have any words of advice for a future entrepreneurs and then um just how are you balancing being a mom and with the changes of COVID going on? Our children are not going to are not going to go back into the classroom, or at least you know until further notice. So, how are you still running a successful magazine, two magazines, three potential magazines, mm-hmm. and still balancing it all? I think that seems to be like one of the number one questions yes. for us moms, right? Yes. Yes. So it's it's. It's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, you definitely have to be organized mm-hmm. um, and have determination. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband and I were just talking about this mm-hmm. because he also works from home. Oh wow! But my office is downstairs with the kids, and his is upstairs. So it, it didn't work so well at the end of the school year last yeah. year. So we're, we're coming up with a new plan. So we're gonna 
have a meeting every Sunday and figure out um, the schedule for the week because it's fluid, right? You know, appointments different days. And we're going to split up mornings and afternoons each day to help with the kids. That's right. Is working. Um, and they're, you know, my kids are old enough that, you know, they kind of do their, at least the girls, they do their schoolwork and they're really great. My son, who's eight, he, it's a, we're working on it. Yeah, but he's so young, and so that's pretty normal for him to require a little bit extra. Yeah. TLC. Thankfully, they're really good students. Yes. I'm lucky. Yes. I'm lucky. It could be worse. <laughs> but it's definitely, um, it, it, it takes, it, it's going to be a little bit of a struggle, but yes. we make it happen. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's important when you're an entrepreneur and you're your own boss, mm-hmm. but you still have to work. Mm-hmm. And so you still have to get the job done. So you just have to make sure you have your schedule um, planned for the week and that everything's on your calendar. We use uh, a Google calendar and mm-hmm. then I also have one that I made for the wall that has the schedule so everybody mm-hmm. knows what it is. Mm-hmm. And um, that, that just works well for me. I think everyone is trying to find that new transition of not only being an entrepreneur, but also, or even just people they may not be, they might work in corporate America, but also balancing the children at home and having teachers wanting to think that they're going to help, or teachers are trying to figure it out themselves too. So it's definitely going to take a village to get through this. Yes, my husband, um, you know, works for a a large Mm -hmm. company. And he's one of the only ones in this whole team that has that has to be children. Mm-hmm. So he's gonna talk to his boss about how this is gonna work because you know sometimes it's working a little bit later in the evenings mm-hmm. because you have to take a bigger break during the day. There's yeah. things like that. You can interrupt it a little bit more. But I think we're all in the same boat right now. Mm-hmm. So communication is key. Mm-hmm. Oh, just get the work. Yes, get work done. For sure, for sure. Is there anything else that you would like to share about the fantastic things you've been doing, the city, or because getting to know everyone in the city, I'm sure you've probably learned a, a lot of different things you didn't know before. Yeah, you know, I I love doing this so much mm-hmm. because I I really get to um, be better connected with the community. Mm-hmm. And meet so many amazing people and families yeah. and learn about them and I really get to see the community in a different pair of eyes yeah. and I just love it and I love um, helping the businesses that are here yeah. you know grow yeah, and, thank you. Yes. and just stay connected yes. um, I, I just love it I, yeah. I love it and um, you know, I, I joined the chamber and I, I'm an ambassador with them. Very so nice. I, I didn't know that. Yes. Congratulations. Yeah, so I'm an ambassador and a membership director, so I, I help that way too. Um, and it's, I just, I love it. I, I love that I get to give back to the community mm-hmm. like this while still, you know, earning an income for my family. That is awesome. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being a part of this. Thank you for being on this journey with me. And um, like I said, we're going to post your information at the bottom. Please reach out to her. This is such a fantastic idea. If you can incorporate this into your community, give her a call. I highly recommend it. Otherwise, have a fantastic day.
everybody. Welcome to Coffee with Christy. We have Raquel Solis here today. I'm so excited that she has decided to join us on the podcast. And we're going to be discussing different things, but most importantly, mental health. Because, well, by the time this airs, um, it'll be in October. And September happens to be Mental Health Awareness Month. So that's mm -hmm. why I really wanted to spend some time with her. So thank you so much for meeting me today oh, and being a part of this. Thank you for asking me. Sorry, we're close <laughs> no, no, no. to the airport. You know what? Please ignore the background noise. <laughs> I love this view and uh, I'm so glad we're outside. That'll go away in just a minute. Mm -hmm. So, all right. So, so Raquel, please tell us, what is it that you do? So, well, I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, and okay. I work for a large HMO. Mm -hmm. um, I provide family therapy for individuals that come in um, struggling with anxiety, mm -hmm. panic attacks, stress, uh, family issues, marital problems, uh, problems at work, mm -hmm. um, also children, uh, you name it. So pretty much day-to-day -day life. Mm -hmm. Yes. So how long have you been doing this? Wow. Um, so I've been with this large HMO that I'm, I'm not going to name um, <laughs> okay. for nearly 10 years. Okay. And prior to that, I worked for the Department of Behavioral Health and had my own private practice. So oh, wow. yeah, for a long time. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that's, wow. That's so shit. I didn't know that. So how did you get into this field? Um, I think most of us that get into the field have some sort of um, issue growing up with, mm -hmm. you know, family problems or, you know, as a teenager. I think for myself, it was definitely growing up in a divorced household mm -hmm. and um, ending up at the age of 18, getting some help from a wonderful, wonderful therapist. Wow. And I just thought, I want to help other kids. I want to help other teenagers that are struggling like me. And and that's what I did. Yeah. I, I've, I have heard that, that many counselors have either started going to school to try and find ways to cope with what mm -hmm. they're going through. Mm -hmm. But I think most of us find our pathway because of something that we experienced in, right. in life. Yeah. So that's interesting to hear that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you had such a great therapist that helped you. You now want to help others. Yeah. She was amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so moving a little bit forward, here we are. Um, times have definitely changed from 2020 from 2019 and before. Mm -hmm. So do you see a rise in um, people who are seeking therapy? I actually think it's more, socially acceptable now than before. Yeah, I think there's a lot of changes in the medical profession mm -hmm. um, in general, working um, in conjunction with physicians. I think physicians are, are definitely uh, referring patients a lot more for mental health services. Um, so I think we see a lot of referrals mm -hmm. from primary care physicians mm -hmm. or emergency rooms. Mm -hmm. um, I don't necessarily think there's more people seeking therapy, I think, um, or, or support or help from behavioral health. Um, I think what it is is there's an increase in people seeking therapy due to the pandemic. Oh, okay. So the stressors around the pandemic, losing yeah. their job, um, working from home, all the changes that have been mm -hmm. happening. Especially, yeah. okay, so which leads me to my next question. Do you see a rise with women or with men or same, the same? 
Um, I, I think women have a tendency, and, and research really supports this, um, women have a tendency to seek out help. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're more social, we're mm-hmm. more communicative. Um, so we're more apt to say, oh, you know, I really want to talk to somebody about this. Yeah. Yeah. And then let me just go back and say, um, I think there is an increase in people seeking out therapy now because we're talking about it more. Right. You know, yes. Social media Mm -hmm. and media in general are talking about mental health services. So you're you're Mm -hmm. right. I think, um, you know, the last couple of years, it's been on the rise for it to be okay. So you before I can honestly say, you know, growing up, if someone said, that they were seeking help, it wasn't as acceptable as, say, someone now comes and says, say, I've been going to a therapist. It's kind of like part of the conversation without right. even thinking about yeah. it. So which is really good because I think so many of us need it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, which leads me kind of earlier, you talked about social media, but earlier we were talking and I said, it's so nice to know that, you know, us lay people, I don't even know what to call us, but we think we have a lot of problems. So it's nice to see or nice to hear that someone on TV or someone mm-hmm. in the media is seeking counseling oh, too. Oh, right. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, people that seek therapy, even in my own private practice, I've had, uh, you'd be surprised, attorneys, surgeons, mm-hmm. um, pastoral people, mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. from all walks mm-hmm. of life struggle, struggle yes. with mental health. Yeah. You know, you said uh, pastoral. We had uh, the church that I used to go to. Our pastor actually um, committed suicide, and it oh, really, so sorry. it really caught me off guard. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't close to him or anything, but going to church, you just—I think sometimes we look at others and we think they have it all together. Mm-hmm. And so, for that situation to occur, it was really shocking. And but Absolutely. I think at the same time, he probably so many people probably started seeking help mm-hmm. from because there of that. Mm-hmm. because of that yeah right so what about with children do you have a lot of children patients or are patients that are children are i do you... have some mm-hmm. yeah i do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and is there worry without disclosing anything is there worry due to the pandemic or is it i guess what i'm trying to say is like most of us actually all of us have our children now at home. Mm -hmm. So, and from what I've heard, mental illness is on the rise Mm -hmm. just this year with the pandemic. So how do we as parents or even for ourselves look for the signs of depression? Um, When do we know to seek help? But what, and also what can we do to prevent it? So starting off with what do we do to see the signs what are the warning signs because i think also with children elementary age children high school children that's that's normal for for them to experience that but now we have a pandemic that's thrown on top of Mm -hmm. it so what do what are your recommendations for us that are not licensed counselors who who don't know what are some signs that we can look for yeah i think um i think talking i think Mm -hmm. asking questions Um, Right now, things are so upside down, you know, Mm -hmm. in so many different areas with um, our kids being at home all day and Mm -hmm. isolated. And even even now that things are lifting a little bit more, there's still a lot of families that do not feel comfortable um, going out socially interacting with other Mm -hmm. families and going out. 
mm-hmm. a lot of families. Um, so being proactive, talking to your kids, asking them how they feel, mm-hmm. um, talking about mental health issues that people mm-hmm. are anxious and what is anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the website, the National Association for the Mentally Ill. It's called NAMI. <clears throat> if you go to um, their website, they have lots of information mm-hmm. on ways to to ask questions and communicate, you know, with your children or your adolescents. So what do we do when we have that child that is really introverted mm-hmm. and um, there are even... I shouldn't, when I say child, I mean like any of our, yeah, you yeah. know, ages because it could be. Right. Those are the ones that you usually don't worry about because they're such right. good kids, right? right. Um, again, it's it's just noticing and paying attention. Mm-hmm. Um, young children don't usually isolate. They want to be around mom and dad. They want to be around their friends. If kids are, you know, wanting to be isolated in their bedroom and they're not wanting to do things that mm-hmm. they normally want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a sign, you know, if mm-hmm. they just want to stay in bed. If you're a teenager, normally they want to stay in bed. Right? Yeah, yes. <laughs> they want to sleep all sleep day. forever. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, if you see subtle changes where normally they'd sit out and, and have a conversation with you mm-hmm. and now they're irritable, they're not wanting to talk, uh, they're not wanting to join dinner, it's, it's important that you open that door. Mm-hmm. Um, I even I even go as far as telling parents, you know, we are the ones that have to set the tone in the home. Right. So the kids don't get to rule, rule right? House. Right. So, you know, dinner as a family, you know, the door needs to mm-hmm. be open. You're only isolated in your room for a certain amount of time. Then you need to come and read where everybody else is. Yes. So keeping an eye on your kids it's really important and keeping the dialogue open that's that's really good that's that's really good because you're right teenagers they want to be in their mm-hmm. room more but you can kind of like for example my son he may want to be in his room but i hear him on right know, he's he's on the you know video game playing with his mm-hmm. friends so at least i know he's i mean it's not the kind of social interaction that i right. want but mm-hmm. it's still i know he's it having is. conversations yeah. With other They're giggling people. and laughing mm-hmm. and, you know, maybe mm-hmm. not giggling, but laughing or yeah, yelling yeah. Yes. because they usually yell at each other, right? <laughs> Playing those video yeah. games. Um, yeah. yeah, absolutely. But I also think that kids can use their anger when it's hard to communicate how we feel. Mm-hmm. We end up going to our basic emotions. So a lot of times, you know, our basic emotions are anger, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, crying, tearfulness, mm-hmm. uh, feeling embarrassed, feeling mm-hmm. like there's something wrong with us, mm-hmm. um, not knowing why we're feeling this way. So I'm going to stay away from people Got it. and I'm going to isolate. Um, so if you see an increase in irritability, anger, isolation, you know, definitely check in. Okay. So what about us as adults? Because yeah, even for us, I think most people were excited in the beginning of the pandemic because they got to be home. Mm-hmm. They were not at work. Right. They got to spend more time with their children. Sure. But then there's everyday life that happens. Um, maybe if they're a small business owner, they're not able to stay open because whatever the guidelines are. Um, so everybody, you know, are we making ends going to be able to make ends meet this mm-hmm. month? Oh my gosh, now I'm working from home and I have a child that's in the other room that's doing sure. their homeschooling. So we as adults are also experiencing our own sense of, um, you know, upside down 
right? Mm -hmm. So what can we do? Because like you said, we set the tone. And so if we're we're anxious, the children are going to say that, Mm -hmm. right? Don't they tell you that about babies? Like if you're anxious, the baby's going to feel your vibe. So what can we do Mm -hmm. as whether we're parents or not parents, you know, as adults, what can we do? And um, what signs do we look for in ourselves Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I think it's, you know, pretty much the norm for us and especially in the United States to just, you know, get up and get on that treadmill, right, and keep going and Mm -hmm. not really think about what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think right now it's important to pay attention to how we're feeling, to pay attention to Mm -hmm. our our sleep routine. I think the foundation of good mental health is is self-care. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we're going to bed at, instead of at 1030 like normal because we're working from home or we have flexible hours and now all of a sudden, and I know I did this for a while too, um, you know, going to bed at three o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. right? Oh my gosh. You're <laughs> and right. Then, in the then, beginning, my sleep mm-hmm. pattern was just like out the window, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you said you. <laughs> so it's nice to know. Was it the only one? <laughs> no, it's like okay, I'm gonna watch you know all the shows on Netflix, right? Oh my god! <laughs> and then I get to sleep in, right? Yes. Um, but it, watch. Yes. it really does throw <laughs> off our sleep pattern, mm-hmm. and so we end up starting this this habit, mm-hmm. right? So our our brain works on habit and repetition. Got it. And what's routine? So suddenly our routine in in all areas of life is just, just thrown out the window, thrown out, yes. you know, so our brain is like, what, you know, yeah. what's going on? When is this going to get back to normal? Yeah. So it's important to have a routine, you know, waking up at the same time in the morning, mm-hmm. um, having a good morning routine, which incorporates maybe a morning walk, um, a morning meditation. Mm-hmm. I always encourage a morning meditation mm-hmm. and I end up getting up an hour before my daughter so that I can either go for a walk or actually do a meditation, even if it's on YouTube. Right. Um, And then sit and do a devotional for myself. Mm -hmm. You know, my faith is so important that I'll sit and do a devotional and read a devotional. And helps you get started in the morning. Helps helps to set the tone for the day. Yes. Right. Yes. And then I go about my day. So starting off slow. Mm -hmm. So being more mindful being more present instead Mm -hmm. of, you know, go, 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 go. Oh my God. Then your adrenaline's up, you know, your cortisol levels are up, you're stressed. So it's like, slow it down. Right. I I think that, you know, you have to see kind of the silver lining of this whole thing. You know, I tried to tell people, all right, so something negative might've happened, but what's the lesson that we Mm -hmm. learned here? And I think you're right. We're all on that treadmill, just going, 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 and going through the motions where we're really Mm -hmm. not appreciating the, you know, like appreciating all Mm -hmm. this, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, and, and I know in the beginning, all of us thought, oh, we're on vacation, (laughs) You right, know, right. Everybody just kind of threw their sleep pattern, all of their routine out the window. The kids didn't have a routine. I know that's how it was in my yeah. household. Um, we binge watched shows that I probably would never ever have watched, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And I, I would tell my daughter, "You have me addicted to another show." But, <laughs> but um, well, and then there was that fear, right? I don't want to go outside. I don't yes. want to be around anybody. So, you know, one of the things about depression is that tendency to isolate. But and I our think thoughts get really negative. It's also hard for those. Like for myself, I'm a so very social person. Mm-hmm. So when somebody is saying you can't go outside, you can't uh, be around other people except for your circle, I know I was like, I'm used to hugging people. Mm-hmm. I'm used to you know uh, being around people. 
but there are so many people who didn't know how to cope with that. For all of the introverts, they were like, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Did. But, I, I did get a lot of people saying, I really like this. I don't feel the pressure of having to be social, mm. you know, with people who struggle with social anxiety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it's important to incorporate into that routine um, nature going outside. Yes. Um, going for walks. You know, if you have trails nearby, <laughs> right. go on those walks in the trails um, or or even drive and go hike. Um, spend some time in nature and get away from all of the craziness, you know, in politics and political strife or civil unrest and and all of it that's going on around mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. Now, you said to go walk outside. I've heard that vitamin D sun mm-hmm. is really, really good for you, especially your mental state. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a really good. I, I know um, people who will go outside and just sit because you uh, look at when they were showing Italy. They would just sit on their little balconies yeah. mm-hmm. or the rooftop just to get a little bit of sun. So that's a really good, a a really good tip right there. So what else can we do to kind of, so get a good night's sleep, get up a little bit earlier. However, getting up early, they do say that the most successful people get up earlier in the morning. They're Mm -hmm. like the morning people. And have a good morning routine. routine. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean it has to be five different things. No, just... you don't have to get up at four in the morning. Yes. Well, unless you have to yeah. get up at four in the morning. Or you want to. <laughs> unless crazy. you have to get up at four in the morning. you're kind of crazy right. like me. Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, definitely being outside. So um, I happened to speak to someone and, and, and they said, you know, depression is just like really high. Is that something that's hereditary? Well, there's different um, different reasons for someone to become depressed. Mm-hmm. There's that clinical depression that definitely is more um, hereditary or more chemical and more biological. Okay. And there's situational depression where the circumstances around us, mm-hmm. you know, increase our anxiety and our, our worries. And so mm-hmm. these thoughts start to cycle into a spiral of negativity and then we mm-hmm. fall into depression. Um there's the grief and the loss, right? You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's the different types of depression and different reasons. Mm-hmm. So what can we do as a whole, as a family, aside from getting good rest? And, you know, I'm sure nutrition value has a lot to do with mm-hmm. it. Um, you know, like you said, trying to keep the routine. Um, are, are you seeing, uh, I, I guess my question is, I'm just trying to figure out how to prevent it. Mm-hmm. So that that's way. good. That's a good question. Yeah. Um, I actually teach a, a class on depression. And one of the things that we review is self-care mm-hmm. as a preventative. And, and I think it's one way really identifying if you struggle with depression, acceptance mm-hmm. that, you know, that this is something that I'm prone mm-hmm. to. Um, being able to pay attention to our moods, our thoughts, and when we start feeling depressed, mm-hmm. when when it's difficult for us to get out of bed, when we're having more negative thoughts, mm-hmm. when our mood changes, to not wait. To not wait. Okay. Yeah. Most people wait until they're in crisis to seek help, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're feeling bad, the first thought is what's wrong with me? And I don't want anybody Mm -hmm. to know most of the time, Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it myself, I can get through this, right? Mm -hmm. So most people come and seek therapy. um, After they've gone to the ER, 
uh, or after they've gone to their primary care physician. Mm-hmm. So it's really understanding that, you know, if I'm if I'm really struggling, it's okay to seek help. It's okay to um, to start looking at what am I doing? Right. Right. What's my routine? And yes. going back to that self-care, you know, am I sleeping okay? Um, at least six to eight hours, right? Am I eating healthy? If I'm eating too much junk, then I'm not going to feel good, right? Am I getting enough exercise? Mm-hmm. So getting outside and exercising is so important, even if it's just a half an hour. And when you're saying exercise, you're not def- you're not necessarily mm-hmm. mean like being a bodybuilder. Running. You're just saying mm-hmm. just are going on a marathon. You're just saying get outside yeah. and do a little bit of movement, stretching, mm-hmm. yoga. The recommendation something. is a half an hour a day. That's getting good. outside, de-stressing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all self care, right? right? Putting yourself as a priority. Being able to say no, yes. right? Yeah. So yes. it's hard. So if you are related to someone or you have a friend that is depressed, what's a good thing not to say mm. to that person? Because I think the what those of us who are going through depression and then there's those of us who are not. Right. So and our sometimes our mindset is like, well, just get up, you know. Snap out of it. Yeah, snap out of it. Get brush your hair. Mm-hmm. You know, put some makeup. You're on. not depressed. It's Come all on. in your head. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, what are some things not to say? Mm-hmm. Because the, you know, you said it right now. When a person's depressed, they're already fighting their own demons inside their head. Mm-hmm. So when somebody comes along and tells them mm-hmm. they're not feeling what they're feeling, right? Invalidating, invalidating yeah. them. Yeah. So, what do you recommend for? For people who are living with someone who is going through depression mm-hmm. or, um, yeah. I, I think that's exactly, you just hit it, uh, to validate and say, you know, I'm sorry you're feeling depressed. Mm-hmm. You know, that must be really hard, right? Mm-hmm. And is there anything that I can do to help? Mm-hmm. And what are some good things to do to help them? Um, I think being available, listening. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe encouraging them, um, checking in on checking them. in on them if mm-hmm. they need a walking partner, you mm-hmm. know, if they need some support just to get out. I had really I had one patient years ago who came into one of my groups and he wouldn't even sit within the group circle. Mm. Um, and he had said he felt so ashamed of feeling depressed um, uh. that he didn't want any of his friends to know. So. I encouraged him to share with his friends and that he would be surprised. And when he did, he came back and he was in shock and in tears because he said his friends all came over, um, took him to the beach. Yeah. They went and rallied around him and said, you know, we're going to be there for you. And he he just felt such a, a relief. And um, so he started joining in on the group after that. Nice, mm-hmm. nice. It's just mm-hmm. somebody, like you just said, validating yeah, them, not taking away from. Right. And so I think that's kind of a hard mindset for the person who's not going through it or who hasn't experienced it. Right. To mm-hmm. to understand. But it's, I guess what it boils down to is compassion. Compassion, absolutely. Yeah, having compassion yeah. understanding for that person. And I think that's a preventative as well, having compassion for yourself. Oh, nice. Not being so hard on yourself. Uh, understanding that we're human, right? Yes. We're not perfect. Mm-hmm. We all have flaws. Yeah. yeah, but I think we all go through our struggles inside our <laughs> and <the> airplane. Okay. <laughs> 
some lucky person's traveling right now. <laughs> but I think we all go through like our struggles inside our head. It's just the level of it. So, um, you know, being a mom, of course, I want to make sure that my children are not enduring that. Um, trying to get them, like you said, outside. Um, it's not all not all their friends want to be in a circle. Um, I guess, you know, it's so hard because we're not used to this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think also for women who are struggling because they now have more stuff on their plate, especially if they're working outside. Mm-hmm. So taking that time to... To me find, time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. And it, mm-hmm. it's so funny because I think sometimes we as parents, and I know I struggled with this. I don't know if you struggled with this, but being a mom, you have that mom guilt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, big one. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not even, I don't even know where it came from. Like, mm-hmm. because I don't know about your mom worked or my mom didn't, but I, it's part of our everyday life. Your friends doing it, our other friends are doing it. So mm-hmm. I don't know where that comes from. Of social media, social media. <laughs> so let's right. let's touch on social media. Mm-hmm. So how do you see social media affecting on um, the levels of depression that you're seeing out there? Well, there's a lot of new studies that show that um, depression's on the rise and definitely related to social media. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and how and, and anxiety. Uh, people are isolating a lot more. You know, mm-hmm. people aren't getting out and congregating in, you know, groups and, and going to the beach together. Um, I think they are now because we've been so isolated. But, you know, social media is is a, a form of interacting with other people. And so a lot of teens and a lot of people in general who are busy, right? Well, I'm getting my dose of interaction on the Internet. It's like right. fake support right, right because fake interaction gonna, you're only gonna post right you're only gonna post what's good happening right not what's right you're gonna post the negative yeah and, and a lot of people are comparing you know my so you my life like false oh yeah false yeah. interpretation Ab- of what's happening yes absolutely yeah. yeah um even on my own instagram you know it's like i'll have friends say god you know you're just like such an amazing mom you know you're just so great and i'm like yeah you know but you don't know the times that i struggle you know yeah. and my own feelings of guilty you know feeling like a guilty mom right mm-hmm. i should have done that better um but comparing comparing to other people um what they're wearing, what they're mm-hmm. driving, the vacations that they go on, all the parties that they have, the get-togethers, all the friends, right? Yeah. 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 I, I told another gentleman that it's, uh, he happens to be in the fitness world, and I told him, you know, social media, what it shows is the before and the after. It doesn't mm-hmm. show the in-between sure. of how a person got there. And I think... Uh, I think that plays a role into mm-hmm. a lot of people's um, being harder on themselves because yeah. they're thinking that they should already be there. Oh, it's yeah. like, but that's that person's journey. Mm-hmm. That's, and I think that's another aspect too is owning our own journey and that my steps mm-hmm. might not be the same as your steps. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And not everything that you're seeing is real. It's real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For, for sure. 
for sure. You yeah. don't you don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's good. So what are some of the positive things that you see coming out of this pandemic uh, that you get to talk to a lot of different people? So what are well what are number one, what are some of the concerns? What are the biggest concerns that they have? And number two, what are the biggest rewards that you see? Mm. Um well I, I think, you know, the biggest concern during this time is um, economics and basic needs, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people getting laid off. Um, there's a lot of people uncertain if they can find another job. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of people that um, have lost loved ones to COVID right. um, who are grieving. And didn't have the opportunity to, to be there with goodbye. them. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That, that to me is one of the insane things and Mm -hmm. I mean I'm gonna just say it because to me I think when you are not feeling well what you want for sure is someone that you love nearby Mm -hmm. you want that comfort nearby and the fact that we had people who were in hospitals passing away not having someone nearby yeah baffles me yeah someone said that that's okay Mm -hmm. you know it's horrible. Yeah, it's horrible. It blows my mind. Yeah. But I'm sorry. I think I cut you off. I apologize. No, no, that's okay. I think, you know, in some way or another, we've probably all been affected. I know mm-hmm. my brother was, you know, sick with, with COVID and mm-hmm. how it affected him. And, and then my nephew got really sick and was in the hospital and no one could go visit him. And yeah, it's just, um, it's hard. How, it's hard how old is people. your nephew? Um, he, he's in his 30s. But um, still. But he has, you know, his own himself. children. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And my my brother and his wife, um, you know, couldn't go and see him and he was pretty ill. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, oh it was pretty gosh. scary. Is he OK? He is now. Oh, yeah, good. Good. Thankfully. And your brother's yeah. OK. Yes. Good. Yes. Yes. Um, he is. Yeah. Thankfully. Um, oops. No, no, no. It's Background actually noise. good. I love that it's laughter. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and a child. <laughs> He's singing. What a cutie. Um, so I, I lost my train of thought. It's okay. Uh, oh, like I, the worst yes. of the worst. I think that, you know, the grief, the loss, the fear, fear, because it's not only the pandemic, but it seems to be, um, you know, this this big uh, like snowball effect. Right. You're so right. it's the pandemic. It's civil unrest. It's, um, you know, the riots. It's mm-hmm. politics. Um, there's a lot of people that are uh angry a lot of anger so there's a lot of fear you're right a lot of fear in the air um i kind of you know during um the remembrance of 9-11 i was remembering how during that time was such a horrific time but how everybody pulled together yes right and everyone was you know waving their flags and had flags and so patriotic and so proud of our country and and here we are really struggling and it's the opposite you I know? agree and and that's that's the sad part of what's happening right now yeah I was having a conversation with someone yesterday and they said what they've noticed about this time frame is there's no middle ground mm-hmm. you're either on the left side or on the right side mm-hmm. um, you know you're on this side of the street or that side of the street mm-hmm. in your opinion on any of those matters that you just brought up. Mm-hmm. So you, what I'm seeing is a lot of friendships that are 
broken. Right. Yes. 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 Even, even marriages, you know, oh, husbands, wives that don't agree on the same thing. Mm-hmm. So um, someone was saying divorce is on the rise, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, can it get much higher? Right. Right. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So there's no middle ground where before you and I could have a conversation, you could tell me your opinion and I respect it. And right. I share right. mine and we go on and have a glass of wine right, right after. But now it's like, oh, you don't you don't agree with me. I'm going to cut you off. And right. it's like, OK, but that's not a relationship. That's mm-hmm. not. And if we're doing that now as adults, what are we mm-hmm. teaching our children yeah. that you don't have a right to an opinion right or that you can't share your opinion mm-hmm. so that's one of the things that i see with all the things that you're talking yeah. about and i i think it has a lot to do with um psychology i think it does you know when we feel trapped when we feel helpless you know we can't get out we can't do things um you know we start to again go go to those basic emotions right yeah you know caveman emotions isn't that amazing mm-hmm. that everything goes right back to that mm-hmm. yeah yeah so what are the positives so we talked a lot about the negative <laughs> and it's like yeah you're yeah. you know it's kind of hard not to bring up negativity especially when it comes to depression because it's not a happy place no they, no they, they, they would have they would have called depression yeah, if it was yeah. a happy place so um how about some happy things that you've seen happen during this time um, well, I have seen a lot of people get out into nature and mm-hmm. find some peace mm-hmm. through um, meditating, doing things that they hadn't tried before, mm-hmm. right? Because they're forced yeah. to do things that, you know, maybe before they didn't ride their bike and now suddenly they're riding their bike, right? Or, you know, before they weren't calling their parents and, and now uh-huh. they're calling their parents. So mm-hmm. um, I think family has become, you know, extremely important. Um, not that it wasn't before, but it takes on a different meaning, right? right? Cherishing um, loved ones and, and also, um, relaxation and yes and more slowing down slowing down Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's awesome that is the good do you Mm -hmm. see a lot of people tackling their bucket lists more during this time frame are being i think for a while fearful (laughs) of you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. you know we talked about like we we have our own like i don't want to try that or i want to do that but it's 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 kind of like I mean none of us have ever experienced this Mm -mm. so it makes you think twice about your life right right so do you find that people are going out there and trying new things or saying they're no longer putting that thing on the back burner they're actually going for it mm-hmm. um you and know, what's the wildest thing that somebody <laughs> can you share that like oh my gosh this person always wanted to go skydiving and now they are or i think i think it's more personal like I'm going to explore art or you know I'm I'm going to paint mm. um or I'm going to pick up sewing mm. or um for myself you know I took my daughter on a safe um outing paddle boarding you know oh, I nice. had been wanting to I had been a little nervous about it uh-huh. you know um and so we went and tackled paddle boarding that so, is awesome. yeah did you have a good time I, we had a great I time love yeah paddle boarding yeah love it I prefer kayaking but it was really fun 
<laughs> but it was really fun. <laughs> yeah. Did so, you go local? Oh, yeah. 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 Out in Balboa. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah, cool. So, yeah. yeah. We've, we've done that before. Mm-hmm. They, they have the little boats that you can take out, too. Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. The little Duffy boats. Uh-huh. So, yeah. I think, you know, being blessed, living, you know, by the beach, um, you know, just getting out and going to the beach more. And Do you find that with uh, everything going on, you're actually doing that more? Yeah. Or opposed to? Yeah. For myself. Yes. Now, yeah. um, just in general, you know, people, I think, are choosing to do things more indoors mm-hmm. and a little bit, you know, as more as a family. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of people doing artwork. Artwork. Yeah. I've seen that. I've seen a couple mm-hmm. of people who they'll post their pictures that they drew mm-hmm. or something. Our neighbor across the street is making, uh, he's recording music. So just, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Learning to play the guitar or, mm-hmm. or even painting, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, painting some. the house or the walls or, you know, c- kind of redecorating and things like that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. Well, do you have any last minute things that you'd like to share? Maybe we could recap on some of the ideas that you have for us to just kind of keep ourselves in the best mental health as possible. I think slowing down um, and paying attention is really mm-hmm. important. You know, paying attention to our moods, paying attention to our thoughts. Um, and also just opening up those lights of communication with our family members, with each mm-hmm. other and compassion, like you said, I mm-hmm. think is a really a big one, um, compassion for ourselves, compassion for others, um, especially with all the, the hating that's going on, right. Mm-hmm. Um, just taking a, a more compassionate stand. Do you find yourself with, with everything that's going on, having deeper conversations with your daughter? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely one thing that has been beneficial, you know, being home, um, doing doing work at home, remote therapy, mm-hmm. video therapy, um, and being home with my daughter has allowed me a lot more time to um, to talk about those those tough things. Yeah. I think. I, I, from personal experience, I I think about like, would I have had this conversation? You know, our daughters mm-hmm. are the same age. Would mm-hmm. I have had this conversation with her? Um, I think it's just always incorporated in your raising of how you raise your child. Mm-hmm. But to actually sit down and have an in-depth conversation, I don't know that I would have had that mm-hmm. with her. Or even, even the conversations I have with my teenagers and our older daughter, I don't know that our language would have ever gone that direction yeah if it wasn't yeah so that's kind of one of the silver linings mm-hmm. I see here it's like having right. that adult conversation there's a lot of things happening that uh, create mm-hmm. the need for those conversations and the opportunity to get closer to your kids right right I know that I've become a lot close and my daughter and I are really close mm-hmm. <laughs> and we've gotten even more close um I think too if you can incorporate laughter you know oh, so definitely. turning on the music you know we turn on the music we dance we giggle you know tickles um having fun yes. you can still have fun game night doing things that are that are just mindless fun is really important I love that having game night, having dinner every single time, mm-hmm. getting back to a routine. Mm-hmm. So, like, I tell the kids, just because you're school homeschooling, you still have right. to get up in the morning, brush your hair, brush make your, your bed, teeth, make yep. your bed, mm-hmm. get dressed, get out of your pajamas, get out of your pajamas, right? <laughs> and for us adults yeah. too, you know, turn yes. off the news, right? You don't have to be mm-hmm. watching the news. 
so much. I really tell people, you know, only watch it once a day and for, you know, 30 minutes at yes. max. Um, that's, mm-hmm. I mean, because it's repeating itself anyway, so you don't really right. need to go beyond that. Mm-hmm. But I, I love, like, being aware of the time that you know you need to speak to somebody, know that it's okay to go out and get help. Yes. I love that. And yes. don't be afraid to share with your family members that you're not feeling Yes. You know, as well. And uh, and on the flip side, be aware of your family's habits, right? Mm-hmm. Of their, what are they normally doing? They're not, they don't normally behave like this. So let's ask the question, mm-hmm. what can Check I do in. for you? Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. I love it. Open love communication, it. yeah. Open communication. Mm-hmm. Yes. So is there a place that families could reach out to aside? Because you had mentioned earlier, sometimes they don't see you until they've gone through their primary care physician. Mm-hmm. And there's so many loopholes. There's so much red tape. So is there some place that parents could seek help or anyone could seek help on right. the Internet? I mean, absolutely. There's so many you recommend. Yeah, I mean, there's there's so many avenues for support. I mean, there's so many great websites. Mm-hmm. Um, there's great articles on Psychology Today, mm-hmm. um, on Therapy.com. You know, even even going on Pinterest. This is and this is something really? that's that's wow. wonderful that I have a lot of my patients do, is um, opening a Pinterest account and starting a board on um, how to manage anxiety, how to manage wow. stress. There's so much information, positive affirmations, definitely um, healthy eating. I mean, you can have mm-hmm. a board on everything, you know. Yes. Um, but you can always start with your primary care physician. Mm-hmm. You can start with the back of your insurance card, calling your member services. And seeing, you know, what type of um, therapy is covered, mm-hmm. calling that list, also just typing in, looking for a therapist mm-hmm. on Google. Um, but a great site that I've been on um, is Psychology Today. If you okay. go find a therapist on psychologytoday.com um, and you put in your zip code, you will find a slew of therapists. Nice. They usually list the insurances that they take oh, wow. or if it's cash only um, and if they you offer a sliding scale, which is a lower rate. Oh, I see. Yeah, I yeah. See. So there's a lot of help. It's not, so you don't necessarily have to go through your primary care physician to get, no. so you can go direct. That's yeah. really important to know because like you said, sometimes people do not seek help until they're in dire straits, right? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely important. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being out oh, here with welcome. me and thank sharing you. this. This is really, um, this was super fun. Yes. <laughs> I, I wish it was a conversation that we didn't have to have. Yeah, but definitely important. I'm glad that I have somebody like you to yeah. have that conversation because thank you. Hopefully, it helps one person, even just knowing the site that you just mentioned. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. So thank you so much for that. Sure. All sure. right, guys. Thank well, you. thank you so much. I hope you guys tune in. Take a look at uh, the website that she said mm-hmm. we're going to have it listed below. And um, thank you to Miss Elise for being here. Yay! <laughs>